0: Greetings and salutations and welcome to Recasted, the podcast that would wish it was sponsored by a candy company or a phone company. Damn
1: right. I would love a Reese's sponsorship, man.
0: Yeah, I was going to throw Reese's in there, but then I was like, I don't know if we'd get sued over copyright, but whatever. Uh, We are in the second phase of our current director's filmography. (laughs) (laughs) Meaning that we've already examined and recasted Steven Spielberg's first directorial theatrical release. And now we are punishing ourselves by choosing one of his most critically acclaimed films because we hate ourselves.
1: Yep. And we're doing kid actors.
0: Well, since we've already did Jaws, Jurassic Park is still somewhat of an ongoing, if not recently finished series. And we unanimously agreed not to touch Sindler's List. For various yep. and
1: obvious reasons.
0: We went for the high difficulty and chose a film with predominantly child actors, which is our bane. Thank you, Hassa. <laughs> You're welcome. Trying to FaceTime home, we've got Hassa. Hello. And just looking for his keys is myself, Chris. Where are they? They're attached to your belt. Yep. All right, let's not hide out any longer and jump right into our recasting of Steven Spielberg's E.T. The Extraterrestrial.
1: One of the best kids' movies of all time.
0: Scared the shit out of me when I was a kid.
1: Yeah, well, still.
0: I realize now a lot of movies scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. Who Framed Roger Rabbit... (laughs) Jaws. Jaws, uh, Jaws was more a little bit preteen but mm-hmm. still scared the shit out of me.
1: T2 scared me when I was a kid. No, and yeah. as bad. And Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park, yeah. the
0: uh the whatever.
1: one with the, the frilled neck. Yeah. That killed Newman because
0: it shows up in his car. That's yeah. what scared the shit.
1: How do you get in the car? The doors were closed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hmm? <sighs> well. But E. T. Steven e. T. Spielberg. Yeah, another Steven Spielberg. Yeah, because this was Spielberg's. I uh, absolutely adore this movie. This movie has some of the best John Williams music, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's just remarkable.
0: I didn't. So speaking of John Williams, I didn't use it in one of my fun facts. I don't think I did. But um, the ending. But um, <laughs> but um, but <laughs> um. Um. No, the ending of the the movie. Yes. Beautiful John Williams score going on. When they were recording it, they couldn't get it right, and Spielberg finally shut the movie off in front of them and told John Williams just to do it as if it was an orchestra, and they'll make the movie fit his work instead. So they did that, and then apparently he also did, um, I guess, a showing at the somewhere in California where mm-hmm. they showed ET and they had the live orchestra, and John oh, Williams was that would be cool. Orchestra was the conductor.
1: Hmm. Um. Yeah, but no, the only thing that um didn't age well with this movie is the acting. <clears throat> Excuse me. The uh child acting and teenager acting in this movie is very bad. <laughs> Drew Barrymore I thought was really good. Drew Barrymore was good. Really liked her. But Elliot, Elliot. and um the brother, Michael. Michael. Oof. Some of their line de- delivery was
0: Rough. Elliot was definitely rough for me. Yeah, because there's some of them where he's just like way either over the top or way.
1: See, for me, it was the bullying that where where the more Michael would bully Elliot, not bully, but like Mm. tease him and stuff. It Mm. was just, it was. I know it's the '80s, but it was still way too much. Like, in my opinion, like I grew I grew up partly in the '80s and early '90s, Mm. so like. It wasn't like that, but one thing I would never noticed before is they're playing Dungeons and Dragons at the beginning of this movie. Yep. And why is their mom so good looking? I don't know. And walking around in a house coat. Yep. (laughs) This is like, like what the hell?
0: (laughs) There's a lot in this (laughs) movie, okay? Um to be honest i i did re-watching it find it a little boring it's not fast it's a slow movie it's a slow-paced movie yeah. um and there are there are parts of it that I'm, I'm re-watching it i was just like one yeah i never got at the beginning the dungeons and dragons
1: and you, then you noticed it this time though didn't you yeah. yeah yeah
0: but then i was like as i was re-watching it now i'm like okay is et super fast like, can he run really fast or super he just slow?
1: Waddles. Yeah, but, but
0: like, at the, at the but very there's...
1: beginning, he like just like bolts He's around. Like, yeah,
0: and you're like, what? <laughs> but then he, like just kind of like waddles around, and you're like, Is, are you fast? or Are you slow? Somebody tell me this. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah. And there's there. I mean, when we get into the changes and all that, there are some things I'd like to flesh out.
1: Yeah. But I always liked things like I like the empathetic connection he has with Elliot. Mm-hmm. The scene where he gets drunk and Elliot gets drunk at school is is still so well done. It, it's great.
0: It's funny. I wish they would have explained the connection a little sooner. See,
1: I don't think so. I think the fact that they they kind of show you, they, they, they he shows you instead of tells you about it, right? Um, is that? No. That's not
0: after when he hurts himself. Because I was like, I want, I wanted a point in that where they do have like that weird light connection mm. that establishes why they have these like yeah. thoughts and feelings. But yes, I do agree with you. It's a great scene. Yeah. Pulled off quite well.
1: <laughs> I absolutely love the fact that he has to get up on top of somebody else to kiss Just the girl. <laughs> <laughs> Who is uh, Ellie Mae Clampett from the <laughs> 90s... Um... Beverly Hillbillies movie, yeah, oh. with um, the guy who played uh, Ernest. <laughs> What's his name? You know what I'm like, talking about, Ernest though, right? Ernest goes to yeah, yeah, that guy Vern, who was like Slinky Dog or something. something. No, no, no,
0: no. I think his he, actual name is like Vern something. It's
1: not. He called he, Ernest. He was his friend was Vern, but I he think... kept calling talking. Well, you, the audience, mm-hmm. was his friend who was Vern. But, uh, yeah. Oh, Jim Varney. Jim Varney, yeah. Sorry. I knew there was a a, a V in there somewhere. V in yeah. there somewhere. And did you notice C. Thomas Howell was in this movie? He's one of the friends. He's one of the four wow. friends. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Didn't pick that one up.
1: Yeah. We've recasted him before. Mm. Do, yeah. you some, do you want what some... Do you want Was he Gettysburg?
0: I think so. Yeah. Gettysburg or... Yeah. yeah you want some fun facts
1: (laughs) yeah fun fact me up fun facts with chris that
0: was my that was your john that was the best john i could do okay okay so most of the full body puppetry was performed by a two foot tall and ten inch tall stuntman but the scenes in the kitchen were done using a 12 year old boy who was born without legs but was an expert on walking with his hands yep Let's give some shout-outs to the stuntmen in this, (laughs) because good job. (laughs) Did you know Harrison Ford initially had filmed a cameo for this film? I did not. In the film, he was Elliot's school
1: headmaster, Ah. but the
0: scene was cut.
1: See, the thing is, like, one of the things I noticed re-watching this, this Mm -hmm. goes to your fun fact, by the way, is that you don't see, other than their mom, you don't see any adult's face until Until... the government shows up. Right, until like you, see you, you never see the teacher's face, nope. and then they could have, they could have easily done that just behind the cut, behind the shoulder of Elliot being there, talking, being talked to by the by the, the I almost said president, by the principal. Like that would be cool.
0: Well, one of the reasons is Spielberg shot this from a child's view. Uh, so when you look at it, it's all very it's low, all low angles yeah. going up. So yeah, a lot of it you don't see. It's kind of the, the peanut, right? Mm-hmm. You see parts of the adults, yeah. but you never really actually, except for the mom, yeah. Um, speaking of all those doctors and whatnot that show up. So all the doctors and nurses who worked on ET are all real emergency room technicians from the USC Medical Center. (laughs) They were told to treat ET the same way they would treat a real patient so that their dialogue and actions would seem real. The director, Steven Spielberg, felt that the actors wouldn't be able to make the medical dialogue sound natural,
1: so he recruited them to deliver the lines instead. It's like, Training oil drillers to be astronauts. Yeah, but this
0: one actually no, makes sense. No, like, no, that's, that was one the of the jerk. things that they talk about is like when he thinks they're hurting ET. They're literally trying to save his life. Yeah,
1: yeah. like yeah. But the thing is, they don't know anything about him, right? No. So speaking of ET, his voice
0: was provided by Pat Walt Welsh, an elderly woman who lived in Marin County, California. Welsh smoked two packs of cigarettes a day, which gave her voice a quality that sound effect creator Ben Burt liked. She spent nine and a half hours recording her parts and was paid $380 by Burt for her services. Burt also recorded 16 other people and various animals to create E.T.'s voice. These include Spielberg himself, Deborah Winger.
1: Deborah Winger? Why Deborah Winger?
0: Because she did the voice on set for them.
1: Oh. Yeah. But...
0: Okay. She is uncredited, by the way. <laughs> um, Bert's sleeping wife, who had a cold, a burp from his USC film professor, as well as raccoons, sea otters, and horses. Okay. Yeah, Deborah Winger, by the way, is uncredited in ET.
1: Interesting. But she does
0: do some work on it. And lastly, did you know a sequel was put together after the film's massive critical and financial success? Have you ever heard of this?
1: I have heard that it was in the works, but I've not heard of anything else about it.
0: So, in the sequel, Elliot and his family are kidnapped by hostile aliens, and E.T., who is revealed to be over 10 million years old, and named Zrek, yeah, rescues them. Steven Spielberg decided that the story told in the original 1982 classic was the only one that needed to be told and was perfect just the way it was, and any sequel would only diminish it and would be seen as an obvious cash grab by the studio.
1: Kind of like the Atari game.
0: <laughs> well, I was going to talk about the Atari game, but <laughs> we also, you know, threw a bunch of those in the waste.
1: Yeah, they all went to a all went into a landfill.
0: Yeah. Um, this was also, uh, I didn't write this one fact down, but it's in the fun facts as well. Um, this was also one of the films Steven Spielberg did not have released on home video for the longest time. Huh. Because he, he felt like it would diminish the experience of the film. Mm, I could see with that. families, and then yeah. they finally pushed it, and then it was released.
1: Yeah, because it's such a big picture, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, there yeah. was there was a few weird things about this. Like, this is going to be a huge nitpick. Is that
0: so, they they replaced the guns with walkie talkies? Because no, the version they, I watched, the
1: version I watched had the guns. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think they've rolled that back because they did. people were like, "That's stupid."
0: I think this was also during that time where they like. When they remastered, like, Star Wars and yeah. everyone's like, stop touching the old shit. Like,
1: yeah. Um, but, like, one of the other things, too, is, like, the lines of dialogue during those scenes. Like, when they run up to the van for the first time and they have mm-hmm. they have pistols mm-hmm. out, right? Like, the mom is running behind them saying, don't... Don't shoot they're, the kids. They're kids. Don't, don't, don't shoot th- the kids. If they didn't have guns, it would have sounded weird, right? I probably would have just yeah. audioed it out. So as long as, like... You, you, you never see them pointing guns at the kids. No. Right? um but um, the other
0: nitpicking thing i have
1: is the fact that they were just allowed to walk
0: around their house walk out of their house yes. down the ramp and yeah. nobody thought to stop
1: them yeah that was a little weird like, but they... for for me it was when when they had full quarantine outfits and mm-hmm. hazmat suits and keys puts his hazmat suit on with the keys still on his belt like that is such a puncture hazard <laughs> You would never do that. <laughs> well, they also
0: kind of get rid of the quarantine when E.T. goes into arrest. They just rip down the, co- the yeah, thing. Yeah, but then...
1: they had to save them, right? Yeah. So.
0: Well, and that's the thing. Like, how much... I mean, nowadays, we all go, oh, bacteria. Like, what kind of space stuff? Do... Like, mm-hmm. what kind of long-term effects could happen? Yeah. Like, everybody in that house would have to been quarantined. Anybody even near that house would have mm-hmm. been quarantined. But the
1: thing is, the way I would think about it, is first off, they haven't been, been in contact with ET for a good week, mm-hmm. maybe two at this point, right? Something wrong. Yeah.
0: Oh, I just realized I think I left out a fun fact, but okay. keep going. It's um, going to relate back a week
1: or two, right? So the the mom, the mm-hmm. kids, all three of the kids, have been wandering around the town. So they would have to quarantine the whole town, or just test the family, and if nothing went yeah. wrong with the family, they'd be fine. They'd just be like, okay, cool. Right. Mm-hmm. And like they, they probably were. They just didn't show that. Right. They probably took all the blood from the mom and from the kids just to make sure that everything was fine. I did miss a fun fact I wanted to talk about. Oh, fun fact it up then.
0: Okay. So um, one of the reasons why I wanted to add this one, because it's going to come back later and it's going to come back to what we're talking about. So Keys tells Elliot at one point, which I thought was weird, that E.T. came to him, too, and that he had been dreaming of this moment since he was 10 years old. Mm-hmm. Just before this, you can see ET meets eyes with Keys, and there's a look of recognition. So that, for me, comes back to why there wasn't as much government, like just like shut down on Mm -hmm. this, because it'd be like he's already met him; they've already encountered this species.
1: Mm -hmm. And I think that was that's also part of the fact that when you see at the very beginning, they're running around looking for them, Mm -hmm. right? Not because the but the thing is, you don't see the ship enter the atmosphere they're just there yeah right which kind of makes you think they knew they were going to be there right so yeah like, you know hey shit the aliens we've talked to a couple of times have showed up again let's go get them also right? according to
0: spielberg so is et male or female
1: does not matter throw a guess male according to
0: spielberg he is neither they are a plant-based creature
1: okay that's why I said doesn't matter. <laughs> I know.
0: It's just one of those things where, like, and apparently they do say in the novelization he is, like, 10 million years old. Like, that, their species is this, mm. I guess, weird plant-based one.
1: Is that why he could move around really fast with the plants? Maybe. And not and not in the streets? Well, maybe that's
0: also, like, because I, I always figured the reason he revives is because their ship is coming back, mm-hmm. and then that starts up whatever beacon or that they yeah. got in them that just, like, starts them back up. Cause that's what I always ass- I yeah, don't know about it, you It is
1: a little weird That he just kind of Comes back to life
0: Well But I always assumed That's why he got sick Cause it was getting Further away mm-hmm. And then He starts it up And then they're like Oh shit and...
1: Turn around Let's go get But he
0: was already Getting weak
1: Yeah Let's go get What's his name
0: Zrek <laughs> Z-R-E-K People Zrek
1: Okay I'm not gonna do you this You only have
0: One glowing finger
1: <laughs> We have ten That That was when he was Gleeklor But <laughs> From Robot Chicken. <laughs> and then they leave him on the planet of Xenomorphs. Yeah. <laughs> E.T. home. <laughs> Who's E.T.? <laughs> um,
0: yeah. <laughs> don't. <laughs> no. I was going to say, okay, so yeah, this movie, I don't have super fond memories of it. I remember watching it. I think the way he screams at times mm-hmm. scared the crap out of me when I was young. I could see that. Because he has that mm-hmm. like weird like high pitch scream,
1: yeah. but, eh,
0: but it's know. a good movie. It's. Good. I remember
1: like really like when I was a kid, really watching this movie over and over again, really enjoying it, and then also another fond memory <clears throat> when Freya was really young, and we played it for for the first time during the end, the credits. This was the first mm-hmm. time she started dancing. She just really really liked the music. <laughs> Some so, good John Williams. Yeah. I think this was when she was, like, two or something like that. Yeah. So, fond memories for my family. So,
0: A couple things with this.
1: Yeah? Are we talking about changes now? Not quite. Okay.
0: I want to talk about something else with this. So, I like the idea that this is, like, a very positive alien encounter. I do as well. That's great. And that's how I keep this movie going. But how easy is this movie to change into a horror very so like it it borderlines at the beginning there but just like even halfway through you could easily change and weirdly you could almost change this into a horror and still have the alien be like good Mm. right yeah but it's just one of those things i was watching this going you could so make this movie just a terrible horror movie like yeah and there probably have been. I'm yeah. sure. Oh, the thing be. is, I, I do,
1: on. I do really like the fact that this is, uh, for lack of a better term, alien invasion movie, where no one tries to shoot the alien, where they're just there to study it and then save its life because it's dying, right? And like the excitement you get from Keyes' character that he gets to see this alien, mm-hmm. as you said, probably again. Right.
0: Yeah. For me, this is totally Keys. Yeah. Keys is like leading this exp not expedition. Um, department, I guess. Yeah. But like, Keys has a relationship. Like, mm-hmm. there's got to be a little bit more of that. Not even that recognition, but like, ET should just be like, oh, yeah,
1: you. But I like the fact that he is just excited. Mm-hmm. Right. And like that is part of my changes, if you don't mm-hmm. mind just getting into those. No, let kinda into It's for for Keyes' character to be a little bit more involved with the other government people, because he just kind of, like, wanders through and yeah. no one bothers him.
0: But that's what I'm getting at. Like, <laughs> they all just wander around this place and yeah. nobody, like...
1: Questions anything? Questions it. Yeah. But the thing is, like, I could I could definitely... I kind of want him to be just like... Not like barking orders, but just like, hey, you go do that. Or you yeah. go do that. Just make it look like he's in charge. Well, he does it right. at
0: one point where he's like, clear the room. Let's... Yeah. Do you want a moment? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. So, what else you got? Um, I don't know. I, I debated about whether or not I wanted to change the date of this from the 80s. Um, instead of having it set in that era. Because it'd just be... I don't know if it would be more fun or not, but like the whole cell phone conundrum always ruins stuff like this, right? It's like you can do so. It. How many pictures would be taken of the ship and all that stuff? And but you can do it in a way. Like again,
0: sure, cell phones are technology that can ruin it, but they are an advanced alien species that knows how to hmm. travel at a quick, yeah, like. You're telling me they can't have some sort of reflectors that like you go to take a photo, even a digital one, and it just doesn't show.
1: Yeah. Um, but it's here... not, not only that, but like when the, 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 the device that he builds, mm-hmm. it's just more fun that it's cobbled together out of a speak and spell and a, mo- and a, and a bike tire. And, and like a battery. And yeah. Like it Instead of like
0: tree. Yeah. Um, here's a question I was going to ask. Well, we're in changes. And it's a big question. Do you alter or change the design of E.T. or his alien species? Because that that's a hard question.
1: That's a hard question. For me, it was more of do you make it a puppet or do you continue it to be a, a person in a suit or Did do you, you make it a full CG character?
0: No, you know, my my theories yeah, on you're, this you're is you're more
1: of a man in a suit, puppet a puppeteer. Guy. Yeah. Because they do them really well. And you, and you do a mix of both. And he's not in it a lot. No. Like the, the biggest scenes, the big scenes where he's walking around and stuff is mm-hmm. when he's covered in a sheet pretending to be Gertie. Yeah. Right? Oh. And,
0: <laughs> Did we want to talk about the star? <laughs>
1: there is so much Star Wars in this.
0: But do you also know there, that E.T.'s species is in? Yes. yes. It's, it's
1: in the Senate. Yeah.
0: They're, they're part of the Senate. So there's but, like a conversation that E.T. was a Jedi.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Sure.
0: What? He could lift stuff with his mind, and he had the Jedi ability to heal. Because he could connect with
1: an alien species. Empathetically, which is what Ezra can do to animals. Yeah. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. But then where's his lightsaber?
0: But he's not quite a Jedi, because Jedi weren't allowed to do the So he was just Force-sensitive, then? He was
1: Force-sensitive. Okay. I'm okay with that.
0: And it was a long time ago. Maybe this was before the Jedi.
1: In that galaxy far, far away. Mm (laughs) Who knows? They never talk about Earth.
0: Okay, anyways, back to my original question. Do you change the the look of? I them?
1: think you should. I don't think you should change it a lot, because I still want it to be a recognizable ET. Mm-hmm. But I think you'd have to at least put whatever spin you want on it.
0: I think uh, I agree. I think you need to keep you need to keep the head. The head and the the hands. The eyes. Yeah, it's like you got to keep the face similar.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. One of the reasons I was getting at is because the whole... He runs really quickly Mm -hmm. in the beginning, and then he just kind of like waddles. And you're like, I want it to be a little bit more of a design of... He at least has legs. How does it... Well, maybe not like long legs, but you know how he can lift his neck up? Like Mm -hmm. maybe that's...
1: You just stretch his legs.
0: Or maybe he like can move on to... Kind of a tippy toes and like runs really quickly on those instead or of Or just runs whole... on his hands. Or runs on his hands. Yeah, runs all on all floors. Yeah.
1: That, but that is one of the things that I would like to at least adapt to because it's more it would be more modern, even if it's puppeteering. Mm-hmm. He moves so slowly. Yes. Like when he reaches for stuff and stuff like that, like that alien race would have died out millennia ago if it had to move that slowly to pick something up. It's one of it's one
0: of the things that I always struggle when you watch these is oh hey. Yeah, he moves super slow. Whether or not that's Earth's gravity versus theirs, you can always play that card. It's a bad card, but it's. A, but then
1: you'd also have to you'd also have to go with the him like, breathing yeah. heavily and lying Come down maybe he all doesn't the time. Breathe,
0: though, he he's a plant creature. Good point. Right, that that's one of those things. Like maybe he doesn't because maybe he doesn't have lungs and he just gets oxygen from the air. But there are a hundred things you can do. But the question is, how do you build a spaceship when you move like that?
1: <laughs> yeah. That's the thing.
0: Right? And, like, they're basically botanists. Mm-hmm.
1: It's always one of those things that I find in some Which some I mean, science fiction movies where it's like, this alien, this mm-hmm. race of aliens would never master yeah. space travel. Like, did you, I know it's a stupid movie. Did you ever see Cowboys and Aliens? Yes. That that creature would have never mastered space travel. They had claws for hands. No. <laughs> they were predators. They weren't scientists. Like, And that's where
0: you kind of got to do, okay, are they... A, like, maybe that's not actually their ship. Or maybe they've, you know, they're studying plant life. Because I love the inside of They're the of botanists their
1: ship. on the ship. Yeah. And not the... They're
0: the scientists and yeah. not the... All right, you can do a hundred different... Mm-hmm. But it was one of those things where I was thinking when watching this going, do you change his design? You're recasting this. You're remaking this. Do you change the design or do you keep the design the same but you're just remaking the movie around it? I think you need to kind of do a borderline. I think you'd need to update the design, but I still think you need to keep the characteristics the same.
1: Yeah. And, like, they've done that over the years. Like, Mm -hmm. this is a, a weird example, but Klingons. Have changed drastically over the years, but they're all still recognizably Klingon, except for the originals, who yeah. just look like humans with weird mustaches. <laughs> um, but that was a a money issue, right? Yeah. But like Klingons have always got the the forehead ridges. They've always, you know, they always so like if you could easily remake this alien, and have it still look like an ET, just not well. I mean, being the exact same ET again.
0: We go back to Alien, yeah, and aliens like the Xenomorphs their style really hasn't technically there's changes. There's change based off
1: of of whatever incubates them. Yeah. So,
0: but the style itself has still that,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, the big head, the everything. Yeah. So love the fact that the first one had a skull inside.
1: Mm. Mm-hmm.
0: Not many people know that it's very oh. hard to see if you watch alien.
1: That's a very dark movie. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but on the pop, I have it actually, you can see the skull inside it. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So um yeah. are you done with your changes you got other changes ooh sorry about that oh um, playing
1: stuff that we're not supposed to play on I, guess. I think so like one of the the biggest things is like it's just i want to make sure that the the joy the kid like mm-hmm. joy and stuff is retained mm-hmm. i really like the as i said i like the fact that People are excited to see the alien. They're not super scared of him all the time. Like no, once didn't... once they realize he's not going to hurt them. Like even the mom yeah. is like okay with it. Right? You know, she not is right near away, the end. But yeah, you know. yeah,
0: when they find them all yeah. sick, like that should freak her out. And it and it does
1: yeah. right because he so. looks like a dried out poop. He's all white. Right. <laughs> Jesus, man. <laughs> um But also for this, like it's did like I know they took a lot from it. But mm-hmm. like rewatching this again, just how much Stranger Things mm. took from this movie. Like this is very much whole, a Stranger Things. That thing. whole that whole scene of of Elliot showing ET his toys and stuff was lifted almost verbatim for Stranger Things like when he was showing Eleven right. around his house. So
0: Well, and that's basically the whole plot of it, right? Yeah. Like she can lift things with her mind. <laughs> E.T. can lift things with his mind. She's
1: not an alien, though. No. She's just a, a Exper- drug baby. An experimented human. A what? Well, they explain it, that she was, when her mom was pregnant and stuff, she was given a bunch of acid and everything. Oh. That's, that's yes. part of the reason why she has powers. Yeah. yeah that, was in the, that was in the one season everyone didn't like because she found her family of oh, weirdos. the other ones, yeah. Yeah,
0: so, yeah that was a weird season. But okay. yeah, no. This was, and then of course you got the whole D and D beginning. Yeah, where they're all like, "That's how they start off playing," yeah. and they and won't let him play.
1: I'm I'm okay with the the older brother younger brother dynamic uh, of yeah. teasing and stuff like that, not wanting him to play with his friends and everything. Yeah. But like at time, at times they are ridiculously mean to Elliot, and I kind of want to change that a little bit. Yeah. So.
0: I mean at times i think they should like you you keep it the the brother the brother brother dynamic of you know old one being annoyed with the young one but i think you also do have the old one looking out for the young one yeah. too. and yeah. you kind of see some of that well once, once once they once meet he, once he
1: meets et he's on board yeah right so yeah, so.
0: yeah i honestly don't have too many changes um the big one is I want keys. I, I do want keys to be like held up same way. Like he is going to be the villain, and then you meet him, and he's like, "Oh no, he's not. He's here to basically help." Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of, I kind of wanted to do the original, and I can't remember his name. It's Henry or something, or whoever Elliot was. Henry Thomas. Henry Thomas. I kind of wanted keys to have a younger like agent with him who was Henry Thomas. Mm. Henry Thomas isn't
1: that young anymore. No, no.
0: (laughs) but still to have that kind of like, here's a cameo of this guy. But to be like, this is the department that has agents that have either met these aliens or met similar aliens. And Mm -hmm. this is like a kind of a common occurrence that most people don't know about. Yeah. But like, I want keys to say at some point, like, Oh yeah, we see aliens once every 10, 20 years. Most we're, of them are pretty. The only benign. reason
1: we went after these ones is because we wanted to make sure that they didn't. Other people didn't find them. That's yeah. our job. Our job is to make sure that they don't get out. People. Our don't. job is to yeah. Yeah, yeah to
0: make sure like it doesn't because then either people are gonna freak out. Yeah. We they. They've never.
1: They. You know. They're just scientists. They come here. Mm-hmm. They collect their samples and they leave.
0: Yeah. Right. Or we're just trying to meet up because we want to understand. Yeah. But every time we try, they run away like screaming little toddlers. <laughs>
1: How are you so fast? (laughs) Just like a toddler. (laughs)
0: What? Ooh, that got really loud. (laughs) Oh, sorry. Sorry, everybody. Yeah, yeah. and then the rest of it, uh, as I said, I want a connection established between Elliot and Mm E.T. a little earlier. Something like the physical contact that establishes why they have a deeper connection. I want that also to kind of happen to Michael and Gertie, not to the same degree. I want the fact that he can start to understand and learns English through Gertie mm-hmm. because he's connecting to her and she's learning bigger words because that's what she's doing, mm-hmm. right? She's standing in front of Sesame Street. Yeah. And I want that's how he learns. Like, you could have, again, Keys explain it later. or You'd have somebody explain, like, he learns because he creates these connections. Yeah,
1: he learns empathetically. Yeah. If you're learning, he just, he's learning.
0: Because yeah. Elliot was most open to him Elliot has established a stronger connection whereas Michael's not quite open yeah. but yeah like so I want that kind of idea yep and that, that's pretty much it I, I was thinking about bringing in the dad who went to Mexico <laughs> but
1: yeah eh. why No. see the only thing about that is like the only reason only thing I would change about that mm-hmm. is instead of him running off be like he died
0: I thought of that too, but I didn't quite want to go that that way because mm. I I do like the idea that it's he's ran off and then even Elliot says well blah 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 and then Michael's like what are you doing you idiot like yeah think about yeah but yeah
1: anyways okay shall we talk about the cast Let's it's not a huge cast talk about the cast who's E T. You you talked about ET who ET was, <laughs> but are you
0: gonna are you gonna get new voices and?
1: Yes, you would do all that. Come on.
0: Okay, Will so you keep the ET voice of ET.
1: Phone home.
0: Actually, he says home. Home and phone, then phone first, yeah. That's one of those lines where he does it great, and Elliot's voice actor struggled for me because mm-hmm. when he like keeps repeating it, yeah. Yeah, I'm just like, okay.
1: for me, it was, it's always the, um, when he realizes he's not dead. Yeah. And he's like, oh, like, it's like, okay, come on.
0: <laughs> then he's just like sitting in the bag going, yeah, let me phone home. And like, no, zip you up. Put you in the cooler. Shut up. <laughs> How are we not killing you? Because you're now in a cooler.
1: I don't know. I always thought that was kind of what brought him back. Because they don't I, really I, explain what brings him back, right?
0: Again, that's why I was like, I don't understand. But, like,
1: then the cold, like, if, okay, the cold temperature brought him back, but then if he's the cold temperature the night before was one of the reasons it got him sick. Yeah. Right? Staying out all night. But if he's plant, right?
0: plant-based.
1: plant That would not help. No, he would
0: yeah. he would die. Yeah. And maybe that's one of the reasons why they, they try to save him, because they don't understand, but then mm-hmm. when they come back, he's going to be like, you know what, I think it's, you know, give him
1: give him sunlight,
0: <laughs> proximity or something, or yeah, let's he's water su- him.
1: He's Superman. Give him sunlight. <laughs> we'll shoot him into the sun. Oop, that didn't work.
0: <laughs> um, sorry. One more thing: the kids escaping with ET. The bike chase. The bike chase
1: is awesome. It's awesome. Yeah,
0: but them escaping at the very beginning with ET. I want. It doesn't have to be keys, or it doesn't have to be... But I want at least one of the agents to be like, okay, go now. Mm. Right? Yeah. Like, there's no... Again, there's no way they would have let that kid walk down the tunnel, past the two guys in quarantine suits, walk into their van.
1: Yeah. They yeah. would have stopped him. And the thing is, like, Keyes is there at the end. Like, he with jumps the in the car with the mom. Mm-hmm. And yes, you're right. He should be part of the escape plan. Right.
0: Yeah, that's why he should be able to get in the car with the mom and get yeah. out of there. Because there's no way, again, they would let the mom leave.
1: Yeah, They so, would not have let any of these
0: people out of their sight.
1: Well, if they were chasing the van with the kids and the alien in it, they probably would. Because they'd probably be too focused oh, yeah. on... But
0: at that point, yeah. yes.
1: Yeah. Okay, anyways. To the To the cast. To the cast. So, Gertie.
0: Gertie. Who's Gertie?
1: <laughs> One of the most well-known actresses. On this list, Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore, at like oh, no. five years old or something oh, no. like that. When when did this movie come out, eighty two. Eighty two. So she was seven when this yep. when she did this movie. Um. Yeah. This is. Are we Are we playing the, what is Drew Barrymore <laughs> known for? Yeah, go ahead. Let's do it. What is Drew Barrymore known for? <sighs> uh, you should at least get one of these. Is she Charlie's Angels? Correct. On okay. She also produced that apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I
0: was thinking Firestarters But I don't think she's Firestarter. She wouldn't be known for that Um,
1: One of of Danielle's favorite movies Poltergeist? No, she wasn't in that No, why am I thinking Poltergeist? Nope That was just a Steven Spielberg movie (laughs) Yeah, that was a
0: Spielberg So No, what is it not? First kiss
1: mm -hmm.
0: Something kiss? Never been kissed Never been kissed Yes Um,
1: and then a Sandler film. uh, 50 First Dates? Correct. Yes. Gaslighting the movie. What? He lies to her that entire movie. okay. (laughs) I was like, yes. And then Ever After, a Cinderella story. Oh. No. That's one of Danielle's favorite movies. Mm. You want to know why? Why? Well, she likes the movie, but one of the reasons why is Drew Barrymore's character is named Danielle. Ah. And Danielle is not a movie character a lot. Hmm. Yeah. There's a lot of Chris's in movies Guess so how nice. many hasses are in movies Well, it depends Big goose egg
0: <laughs> Character is named Hass <laughs> uh, I'm going to look this up, by the way And we're going
1: okay. to prove you wrong so, you,
0: you keep going As we
1: talked about before, Drew Barrymore did, did well in this I loved I love when she's saying goodbye to E.T. And she's all sad and stuff Like It's such a well done for a 7 year old Mm-hmm. Right.
0: Well one of the things they talked about was for them, E. T. wasn't just a puppet because they were always interacting no. with the yeah. puppet. It was an actual person. So when they say goodbye, it's basically them
1: saying goodbye. Mm-hmm. Uh do you want to go first or shall I, since you're looking something up?
0: I was looking up characters named Hassa. Hassa Bronte. <laughs> Hassa has been seen in crime TV. Oh no, that's an actor. Let's <laughs> see. Um <laughs> Camellia Hassa. Okay, anyways, whatever. <laughs> uh, you go first.
1: I will go first. So, I picked Violet McGraw. Violet McGraw. Most uh, recently seen in Megan mm. as, the, as the, main, the main girl. Candy. Yeah. Caddy, sorry. Um, but uh, she was also in Doctor Sleep mm. and The Haunting of Hill House, where she was young Nell, and she was awesome in that.
0: Which... Henry Thomas was also in. Yes, he was. He's been in those.
1: Yes. Um, She's a very... She was also young Yelena in Black Widow. Um, But, yeah, she's a very, very talented young actress. Mm -hmm. Um, I know you're not big into horror movies, but Megan is so well done. Uh, She's a little bit older um, than seven. She was born in 2011, so, yeah she's in her teen you know young teens but she's yeah. 12 yeah so but yeah she's still really really good it's not super young it's just yeah anyway. well i i didn't like age people up but like they're a little bit older than yeah. the, the, the other actors were so yeah but yeah who did you have
0: i was just looking up how old mine is she's 11 um i went with vivian lyra bellair
1: okay who's that
0: we've already talked about her once today outside the podcast. What is it? It's Leia? It's Leia. See, it's young Leia from Obi-Wan. I had her
1: pick too and I'm like oh wait Chris is going to pick her because <laughs> it's the only one he knows <laughs> Yes it is <laughs> yeah. Oddly enough for me I wanted either this girl from Haunting Hill House or the little girl in Black Phone, uh-huh. who I now realized who when looking them up they're actually sisters Oh <laughs> Either way, which is weird <laughs> that they were mm-hmm. both in horror horror things. So,
0: no, oh, I went with Leia. Yeah, Vivian. no, she
1: was she was phenomenal. phenomenal. Yeah, just she absolutely
0: great. Had great timing. She was sassy. Yeah. She's basically what you want with this character, right? Yeah.
1: And like, and... held her own in scenes with Ewan McGregor, Granger. which. He's is. a great actor, so
0: he's yeah. he an okay actor. You know, <laughs> what has he really done? Obi Wan? That's not a memorable character. No, not at all. <laughs> yeah, no, she was she was great. I, a lot of people not that, yeah. that series was great. So makes you kind of want a second series, but also you probably won't.
1: What Obi Wan? Yeah, I think you
0: will. You think they will? Yeah, I would love to see. And this is. Probably when after Ahsoka comes out, because then you get the Ezra, because we're assuming Ezra's going to show up. I'd love to see the, the Maul fight, the, the end Maul fight. For <laughs> Spoilers of Rebels, by the way.
1: No. I don't think they would do that, just because it was done so well. Mm-hmm. But then, And it also kind of steps on the toes of that show. But um, you're right. I would love to see that as well. Just even... Ray Park, right back as mall. You know. Just at
0: the end there, just to be like, yeah, because that's when he's already like kind of old and mm-hmm. Luke's was around that age. Yeah, because he wasn't super tiny. Okay, who's next on our list? By the way, we got way off top. Keys. Keys. Um, he did not be named anything in this movie. No, only I did not Keys know that until the.
1: But the actor's name is also Peter Capo- um, Coyote, mm-hmm. so <laughs> that was called Capote. Coyote, which is a little cool of a name. Yeah. <laughs> um, what is Peter Coyote known for? No. E.T. E.T. Also, uh, Bitter Moon, uh, Patch Adams, mm-hmm. and A Walk to Remember. Ugh.
0: <laughs> a movie that I will always just forget.
1: <laughs> Obviously not. Um, is well, that? No, that's not the... that's. That's what.
0: I was thinking of that's a different. Mandy movie Mandy Moore as well. and Shane West. Yeah, but that's still a terrible movie. Yes, it is. I was thinking of the. Um... Oh, why can't my brain work? I don't the know. Baby was born in the Walmart.
1: Oh, oh with Natalie Portman. Yes. And Ashley Judd. Oh, I don't
0: remember. Yeah. That's terrible. Yeah, I do not recognize this guy from anything.
1: I do. He's he's um. Oh, he's an NCIS. He's a, like a, um, a person in charge or a dad a lot. Yeah. Um. Oh, turn that off. Yeah. No, he was on Lost. Um. But yeah. So.
0: Yeah, he's been in a lot of really B movies.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he has. Who is your keys? Um. <laughs> who are your keys? Who are my keys? My keys. Where are, are my keys? They're in my, my pocket. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> um. I want Don Cheadle. Okay. I like it. I, was like, I don't know why, but I was like, I wanted somebody just... Because you never really see his face until later. We both went with, both went with Don's. Did, did you go with Don Rickles? <laughs> no, yes. Don Rickles. Still alive? <laughs> no. Um, Don Cheeto's
1: a good good one. Yeah. Because
0: I just... You can envision him in that kind of role of like, I'm in charge of mm-hmm. this unit. and But then he can have that connection to the kids and be yeah. like, you know, yeah, you know, I've met E.T. or... Not that I met E.T., but I've been waiting for this moment. But for like, like
1: that, it's a point where you could say, I met, I've met. Yeah. What's his name? Zrek. Zrek. I've met Zrek before. That's his name? That's oh, his we, name. We... He didn't tell you that? <laughs> he tells us it's E.T. because we called him that. E.T. Could...
0: <laughs> oh, no. It's my other guy. <laughs> Fake dying. <laughs> <laughs> it was faking it the you whole hunt? time. You son of a bitch. <laughs> This is the the X. <laughs> oh God, this movie got weird. Um, yeah, no, I just don't shoot a little.
1: It's a medium role. It's not a big role because I don't want it to show it's, up. It's all... bigger than mm-hmm. than it, it you have you think it is. Yeah, right. Because like the thing is like part of it is. When you, even when you don't see his face and you just see his keys coming, like, huh. I kind of want him to, like, as I said, like, hey, okay, now it's time huh. to go into the house. Let's oh. go, let's go. Yeah, yeah. Like, do stuff like that. Right? Truck so, over that. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah. You you stay here. Watch this. Make sure they don't come back. Let us know if they do. And, like, when they're, like, searching the house and that, <laughs> for me, like, that music playing is, like, this is peak Indiana Jones watching Nazis. Yeah. <laughs> like, these are the bad guys. Like...
0: And they you all know. come in in NASA space spacesuits, yeah. and one like breaks through the window. And you're like, "Why are you breaking through the window?"
1: <laughs> Anyways, who's your keys? Which Don did you choose? <laughs> um, so I wanted someone who could act excited, and I almost almost went with Nathan Fillion until I realized how much older of a man he is. Hmm. Um, because of that, Don like,
0: an older man. Yeah, I know.
1: Um, but I, I wanted to play it a little bit a little yeah. bit younger. Um, I went with Donald Glover. Ooh, good choice. To be honest, mostly for his really really small role in um, The Martian.
0: Okay. Did you ever see that? I've seen him. Like I've seen clips of him. Yeah, because
1: like he has because he's one of the mathematicians who works on saving. Saving. Yeah. Another Private Ryan. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, like he. There's even a part where he was Matt he, Damon. By the way. Yes. I know like is he but, going like. But like in the movie, Donald Glover gets super excited about something. And he gets up, tries to run out of the room, and he falls over. And then he gets back up and he keeps going. And that was not in the script. He wasn't supposed to fall over. But the mm-hmm. fact that he didn't break character, it you know, helped. There. And, like, that was the kind of excitement that I wanted from this, this character. Because I think, as, you're, as you said, like, this character just wants to see them. Like, he doesn't want to hurt them. He doesn't want to capture them. He just wants to be a part of this. He just wants... Right. Yeah. It's kind of so. that.
0: I've acknowledged, and this is it. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. I, Donald Glover's great. I, yeah. I love Donald Glover. And and I want to
1: see him... Like, he is getting older, and I want yeah. to see him in things like this. Yeah. More.
0: Right? Because, he, well, he's been in his show. I don't Atlanta? At his show. Atlanta's amazing. His show. Um, but, like, again, we talk about when he shows up in Spider-Man as... Mm-hmm. Basically the prowler.
1: Yep. Yeah. It'd be nice to see him again in Spider Man 3. 4, well, ni- four. Four.
0: <laughs> but it would be nice to see him show up in the miles. Yeah. Like you know they gotta be doing miles morales soon. I hope so. Um because they're moving towards a multiverse of mm-hmm. characters. But like it would be nice to see him as the prowler.
1: Yeah. Anyways. Okay. Cool. Cool. Geez. Who's Kay. next? Michael. Michael. The older brother. Mm-hmm. Robert McNutton.
0: Hi, oh, Robert McNutton. Seen <laughs> Caddyshack.
1: Um, he, he is known for E.T. Okay. A movie called I Am the Cheese. Nope. Maybe I'm thinking of somebody the else. The Electric Grandmother. <laughs> and Laugh Killer Laugh. Which was out in 2015. Yeah.
0: He was born in 1966. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay, no, I, I, I kind of want to know what I am the cheese is. Who's <laughs> also in Frankenstein versus the money. A
1: teenage lad struggles to piece together his reality following a traumatic event. Hmm. Okay.
0: He is not in a lot of things, to be honest.
1: Nope. That's fine. You don't have to be. Yeah. So, who is, uh, I guess this is me, isn't it? Yep, you're up. My go. William Forsyth was in Laugh, Killer Laugh. Yeah, he was. Um I went with um Jack Dylan Grazer. Okay. From Shazam and It. Um I think he's got that comedicness to him like with his character in Shazam being like the sarcastic younger brother and stuff like that and okay. um same with his character in It like he was funny and stuff like that. So um I think that he wasn't the funny one, but doesn't really matter. Um, he was the. He never saw it. Yet. <laughs> That's what described the character he was. I'm I like, know right? you didn't Shazam. see the movie? <laughs> he's the the hypochondriac kid in it. Mm. I don't know if that helps, but sure. Yeah, he's just a really good actor, and I kind of like like him. So mm. this, he's the right age for this kind of part, and
0: there
1: okay. we go. Hmm? Freya's back. Freya's back. <laughs> cool.
0: Yeah. Um who did you have? So I went for somebody in their their twenties ish, but can play uh the that kind of teen level, right? hmm Which I was again, find it weird that there's this huge kind of like not a huge gap, but there's like a gap between the kids, but whatever. Um I went with Iden Gallagher. Don't know who that is. Yeah, you do. Okay. He's five. Oh that person. Fives. Umbrella Academy.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm both with him. Yeah. But I didn't... I did it because he is more mean funny, and I didn't want mean funny. I So
0: I went with him because... Not that it, it's mean funny, but it's kind of those moments I, where he, he has those... Like, he does care about his family. Yeah.
1: Though it always surprises me how young he is. Yeah, he's only like 20. Because <laughs> he plays such an older character... Yeah. In that show
0: and that to me shows how good of an actor he is, like he can go
1: yeah.
0: and he he's probably the youngest out of everybody, but he Definitely. plays the oldest, yeah, um and whether or not he's that... like
1: ninety something, yeah. isn't he? Oh, yeah, he was old and he jumped yeah.
0: back and but like that's where I really enjoy the fact that he he knows how to act and then to see him in this role where he's kind of in that borderline of you know, I'm the teenage. But, you know, I'm Mm -hmm. the man of this house, and I'm also got to look after, like, my brother from this weird alien thing. Yeah. But I'm also annoyed by him, so.
1: Yeah. Hiding Gallagher. Okay. Next on our list. Next on our list. Mary. Mary. Miss D. Wallace. Mom. Yeah. Mom Mary. So, what is D. Wallace known for? (laughs) (laughs) E.T. Yes. And then three horror movies for some reason. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. Have so it. she's known for Critters, okay, The Howling, and no. Cujo.
0: Never watched Cujo.
1: No, I don't want to watch Cujo. No, and like dogs, no, big or... big dogs scare me enough because I'm not a dog person. No, I like big dogs. And but yeah, also I was attacked by a big dog when I was a kid. Yeah, um, but he's a Saint Bernard. Yes, he is a big, angry Saint Bernard. But ah, I've cri- seen enough of crit- Critters. is one of those movies I've always wanted to see. Do you want to know why? Why? Is it puppetry? Nope. Because it's the movie poster outside the theater that Raphael goes to in the first movie. <laughs> and it has always intrigued me. We, we, and I've we'll, never seen it.
0: You know what? We can do that. <laughs> we'll come up with a, a weird theme of poster movies that, in other movies, movies. Movies
1: featured in other movies. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but, like, yeah. Yeah. No, that's one of the ones. I think... I, I, I don't know. We should watch. There's also a picture of her with Sam and Dean Winchester, so I'm assuming she was on Supernatural at some point. Probably. So, yeah. Yeah. I guess you, I'm up. You are...
0: Yeah, you are? I just did. You are. Aiden. Um, Bit of a, a, a... Maybe a weird... A polar. Hail Mary? Ha uh-huh. Hail Mary! I went with Kristen Wigg. Definitely a Hail Mary. Not... In a comedic role. No. But I feel like Kristen Wiig could do that frustrated mom. Mm -hmm. And like, not the ditzy mom, but like, she's so distracted by, you know, doing this, doing this, doing this, that she cannot... E.G. Well, literally walks past her at one point.
1: Well, but she's busy trying to make a sandwich for her kids. Like she's, she's no, she
0: was busy trying to put groceries away.
1: She was putting groceries away, making food for Gertie, and getting a phone call about having no. to go pick her son up, who's intoxicated, <laughs> <laughs> who's drunk at school. It's like, and finds beer cans
0: all around her house. Yeah, um, but I feel like Kristen Wiig could do that. Yeah, like I feel like she would be able to pull off this like, I'm I'm keeping it together but falling apart kind of mentality mm. at the same time. So, I, I don't know. I'm,
1: it was just this a, a vision I had. That's a good vision. Well, who's your vision? <laughs> who's your oh, Mary. I went with somebody much younger. That's fine. Um, but mostly just because, like, then it makes sense for the kids. I am um, with uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Yeah? Okay. Um, she's been, everything I've seen her in, she's always been really good at. And um, it'd just be fun to see her as this frazzled mom character. Yeah, right. So like no other reasons, it was just kind of like I was looking for people of the right age range and I, you know, picked a couple of people and she was the one who stood up the most that I would want to see in this role. So Yeah, that works. Yeah. You know, doesn't help that I could see her as a hot mom. Hot mom, which yeah. this character definitely was. <laughs> like the the one of the weirdest things about that D&D group was the fact that none of them were like, dude, why is your mom walking around in a housecoat? <laughs>
0: <laughs> also, the fact that they ordered a pizza, got the pizza, and, then and mom... were
1: clearly smoking. That house was full of
0: smoke. And then the mom comes in and is like, or when they go outside, like, who said you guys could get a pizza? You're like, what is going on here? Yeah. Did you not feed your kids? Or did they just want a pizza? <laughs> yeah. All right. Last but not least, Elliot. Elliot.
1: So. Um. Hold on, gotta go back, sorry. Uh played by Henry Thomas. Henry Thomas. Do you know what Henry Thomas is known for?
0: E. T. Correct. Doctor Sleep.
1: No, he wasn't known for Doctor Sleep. He had a very small role in Doctor Sleep.
0: I don't know. That was the only thing I know, bro. <laughs> uh
1: Gangs of New York. No. Oh. Where he played Johnny Sushirico. Legend of the Falls. And Eleven Fourteen, which I've never heard of. Nope. Um, in Doctor Sleep, he played the bartender. Ah. Yeah. That, uh, you know, the same bartender that, um, Jack that, Torrance yeah. goes up to.
0: In The Shining? Yeah. But. Oh, yeah, because The Shining is is the same as.
1: I also know him from The Haunting of Hill House and pretty much anything Mike Flanagan has done <laughs> since The Haunting yeah, cause of Hill
0: House. Because he, he uses this guy a lot. Yeah.
1: He was the bartender in Doctor Sleep. He was, um,. Henry Wingrave in The Haunting of Bly Manor. Uh, he was in Midnight Mass as Ed Flynn. He was in The Midnight Club um, as Freedom Jack. And I'm sure he's going to be in... Um, let's see what's upcoming. Yep. The Fall of the House of Usher. Yes, he is. <laughs> Anything that Mike Flanagan does, apparently this man has got to be in. And I, I remember we had we had watched most of The haunting of* Haunting of Hill House mm-hmm. until we finally looked up some of the actors and stuff. And I'm like, holy shit. This is the kid from E.T. <laughs>
0: he was also in
1: Fire in the Sky. Oof. Remember that movie? No. I was not allowed to watch it when it came out. I was really? that young.
0: That was one of those movies that did terrify me about alien abductions. <laughs> because it has a pretty...
1: That that uh, autopsy scene or whatever it is?
0: Yeah. yeah, The abducted scene. Yeah. That's <laughs> a bit of a a tough one.
1: So, my go. Here you go. Um, speaking of... The Black Phone. Oh. I picked Mason Thames, Ooh. who was the main kid in that movie. Um for a scary movie about a man who kidnaps and Ethan Hawk? Yep. Yeah, who kidnaps not, not and, his
0: character, just Ethan Hawk.
1: <laughs> <laughs> a man who kidnaps and tortures young kids in the eighties, actually. I think it was maybe eighties or seventies, can't yeah. remember. Um, this kid was so good. Like remarkably good. Him and his sister which is one of the reasons I almost picked her, mm-hmm. where just, it's really, really well done. It has its scares, because of course it does. But like some of them are just, like some of the acting in this movie is just phenomenal. Ethan Hawke's character, you never see his face. He always has those terrifying masks on. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's it's really, really well done. So if you don't mind horror films, the black phone is a good one. Yeah. So, Yeah. He was very good in it, and oh. I want to see him in more things. You will. So hopefully. You will. Uh, he played young Walker Texas Ranger in, <gasps> in the new Walker series on TV. There's a new Walker series? Yeah, with Jared Padalecki. No. <laughs> Dean Winchester. No. <laughs> no, Sam Winchester. He played Dean on Gilmore Girls, but Sam. <laughs> no.
0: Yeah. There is no new Walker. Yes, there there's, is. There's only one Walker, Texas nope. Ranger. And everyone can go after It themselves. has
1: 51 episodes.
0: My God, people, no. <laughs> <laughs> don't besmirch the good name. Uh, Chuck Norris is not that great of a person, though. But don't besmirch the good name of Walker, Texas Ranger. That's what uh, my truck is named after.
1: Uh, I was going to say, I wonder how many episodes the original show has. It has 196. <laughs> Jesus. That show was on for a while. 93 to 2001. He
0: he kicked his way through every episode. Yep. In jeans and cowboy boots. (laughs) Ah, I guess I'm up. You are up. Um, So for my Elliot, I went with Walker Scobell.
1: Speaking of Walkers.
0: Speaking of Walkers. um, Most notably, he was the young Adam in The Adam Project. Up against Ryan
1: Reynolds. I've used him before. I almost picked him too, but I hadn't, I haven't seen Adam Project, so I'm like, I'm gonna Boy, go with this guy instead. He
0: he does such a good impression all, all of Ryan Reynolds. I, yeah,
1: I've seen the ads where they were there together, and he's like spot on, Ryan. Yeah, he can yeah. pull,
0: and I kind of like that enthusiasm. Like, I kind of like that. You know, basically, you have the young Ryan Reynolds mm-hmm. character, right? So, yeah. um, and he's kind of played that 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 kid. Down on his luck, kind of yeah. in the past with, with the Adam project. So um, I feel like this would be a good kind of fit in. And he's in that right, that right age. So, yeah. 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 We're back. We're back. We were talking about uh, Elliot, my to choice, Elliot. Walker yeah. yeah. And young Adam. Okay. Yes. That was the whole. whole...
1: Okay. Well, that's the episode. Good. <laughs> we are three quarters of the way through our directors. Yes. One more. One more. Whom's one more our, famous director oh, who left. Who's
0: our next director?
1: Uh, Mr. Stanley Kubrick himself. Aha. Uh-huh. And we've done how many Kubrick films so far? Just the one.
0: Barry Lyndon? The Shining.
1: No, two then. I forgot about Barry Lyndon. Oh, I was going to say, you do not remember oh. Barry Lyndon? I remember that more than I remember The Shining. No, I try to uh, not remember Barry
0: Lyndon. <laughs> <laughs> it was so long. <laughs> that was was that part of our like four-hour
1: movie? That was part of the long yeah, movie yeah, month, was, Yes.
0: Uh, anyways, Kubrick is next. Okay. Well
1: where can they find us? Right, you can find us wherever you can find podcasts. Please um interact reach, with us. Reach out, talk to us. Reach discuss out. Discuss your favorite movies. Yeah. Who's your favorite choices? So yeah. Sorry. Yeah.
0: I mean, who's your favorite Kubrick? Yeah. <laughs> Stanley. Who's your
1: favorite Kubrick? Stanley Kubrick. John Kubrick. <laughs> I don't know. John Kubrick yeah. Mellencamp. Ooh. <laughs> All right,
0: we just need to finish
1: this up. Okay, so from all of us here at Recasted, go watch Fear and Desire.